Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this ESICM special podcast. My name is Shagan Olusanya. I'm an intensive care doctor from London. And with me, I have got the illustrious Professor Giuseppe Citerio from Italy, who's going to talk to us all about the just released Synapse ICU study. Thank you so much, Professor. Thank you very much uh, for your kind introduction. And I'm um, happy to be here in this podcast. Wonderful. Do you mind just telling us a little bit more about your background and how that got you into the Synapse study? Yeah, I'm a professor of anesthesia and intensive care in Italy, in Monza, and my university is the Milano Bicocca University. I've been involved in neuro stuff since early 90s, so I'm quite old, and I was involved in many activities in of the society, the European Society of Intensive Care has been the chair of the neuro section and the chair of the DSA for a while. And I decided to apply for a grant uh, of the society. I think is an important message that uh, everyone could apply for grants and grant could uh, help us in developing our study. Wow, that's great. I also noticed you're very humble. You neglected to mention that you were editor in chief of intensive care medicine for a significant period of time, which is a fantastic achievement. So um, let's get on to the study. So um, tell us, tell me about the study. The study, the idea of the study started, uh, uh, let's say five years ago, around five years ago inside the section. And uh, my proposal was to take a look at the practice around the intensive care because we were disappointed about the failure of the only randomized control trial that has been very small, run uh, in center without any expertise of ICP. And uh, they were not comparing monitoring, but two strategies. Mm. Uh, one with uh, guided by monitoring, the other one not guided by monitoring. But at the end of the day, they also influence the treatment in the group without ICP. So we decided to make some uh, real life study in which we wanted to understand a couple of things. The first one is uh, to see if there is any variability in the use of the monitor. Then uh, we tried to make a step forward because we wanted to use uh, uh, the uh, relationship between what we are monitoring in intensive care. We are monitoring many parameters and the treatment uh, given to the patient. And tr we try to understand in a large court uh, of patients, this is an observational prospective study. So we didn't uh, suggest uh, to the centers, the participating center, what to do. Mm -hmm. but we collected a, a lot of information. The data were very granular. So we have a lot of information on the treatment of the patient that did got a monitor and the patient that didn't have a monitor. And we compare the treatment strategy with two groups and we saw if there was, we searched for a difference in, in outcome for balanced group. And uh, this is the main aim of the study. And we apply to to the European society, we got a grant and we build up a network. The network has been uh, built up uh, with conne personal connection, with uh, Twitter and so on. It was an informal uh, call for center. But at the end of the day, probably because I'm old, I, I had uh, a lot of collaboration in the past. We were able to collect 136 center in wow. 40 countries. So, a huge wow. amount of center. And... That is incredible. That is a truly awesome achievement. 
So 42, 42 countries, 146 centers. That must have been a huge spread of practice. What kind of things did you see? Yeah, we, we, we saw, we, we selected uh, mainly severe patients in the intensive care unit environment. And we were searching not only uh, TBI patient as we are used to think about intracranial pressure monitor, but we also searched mm -hmm. to, other, to other pathologies. So subarachnoid hemorrhage and intracerebral hemorrhage, so hemorrhagic stroke. And we searched uh, uh, in this center if there was a variability and we were able mm. to, ca to catch all this variability because for a patient with a similar characteristic, uh, we were able to understand and looking at the predictor of uh, the disease, the, po the possibility to have a four time higher uh, probability to have a device in some center compared to another uh, center randomly pick up. So, this says that uh, our practice is not, for the insertion and the monitoring, is not so, let's say, universal. And I think one of the advantage of the study is to cover worldwide the, the community. We, we have center in Africa. I was surprised to have five or six center in Nepal. Wow. Uh, we have center in Australia. We have center in South America, North America, and most of the center comes from Europe because it's been sponsored by the European Society and mm. we are based in Europe, but we also explore some other center. And you were asking about the main result. The first one was variability, as I said. The second one was the relationship with the therapy uh, given to the patient. And differently from the Chesna study in which the therapy was defined in this study, that we were able to see that the patient with a monitoring system inside uh, inserted had got uh, a more aggressive therapy. And, wow. uh, and I think this, this is the second point. And I, the, the last point we were searching was the relationship of this aggressiveness in treatment uh, guided by the monitoring if there was a relationship with outcome. And at the end, we were able with a solid statistical approach to see that um, in the patient with a monitoring system inserted and with a, an aggressive therapy, the more severe patient got uh, an important benefit uh, uh, because the outcome at six months was much improved in the patient with one delighted pupil and uh, the monitoring system inserted and therapy applied. So I think we build up with an observational study so we can also say that there is a strong association and we try to look at all the co-founder with no, there is a strong association between identify a problem, so inserting and monitoring, treat the problem, doing some therapy in response to the monitoring. And at the end, the link we are missing usually is the benefit for the patient. Comparing similar patient we were able to see a real benefit uh, in the patient that uh, got the monitoring and the treatment. Wow, that's really, really incredible. So just going back a little bit, you mentioned that patients got more aggressive therapies. What kind of therapies were they? Osmotherapy, surgery? What did you see? We, we, we collected all the therapies done and uh, we classified them, them uh, using the so-called therapy intensive level. There is a, a scale with points. You can see in the manuscript all the details, but uh, at the end uh, we have uh, 
let's say, less aggressive therapy like sedation at the beginning, but you have also therapy, you have a CPP uh, optimization at the end mm -hmm. uh, of the spectrum, you can have the compressive craniectomy and so on. We, we look at the therapy applied overall and we didn't enter at this stage in the details about the therapies, but we saw that the uh, cumulative number of therapies and their aggressiveness, so the so-called so therapy intensive level was different in the two groups and was significantly different in the two groups. Mm. Wow, that's great. Um, one question I was going to ask looking at the study was that the having an ICP monitor was, was associated with an improved mortality, as you said, in the severely brain injured patients, but yet similar outcomes in terms of Glasgow outcome scores. And what are your thoughts as to that? Yeah, the thought is very simple because uh, ICP uh, usually kill the patient uh, when uncontrolled and because mm -hmm. there is a compression of the brain stem. And uh, at the end of the, the six month period in which we were uh, following up the patient, and I didn't mention that uh, mortality, for example, is an observational study has been followed up in 99% of the patient and the Glasgow outcome scale has been obtained in 92 percent of the patient so is wow. a real uh, high follow-up uh, even for uh, let's say pharmaceutical 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 trial this is a, yeah. an observational trial, trial in which we got 99 percent of the information we were searching wow. and uh, returning back to your question mortality is influenced by the imbalance of the volume so icp mm. but at the end of six months the outcome of the patient is not only determined by ICP because it's an early phenomenon and, and the patient is able to, for example, overcome this period. Other problem, we, we use three pathologies. SIH, for example, you can have mm -hmm. problem as a delayed cerebral infarction or other problems that could influence the outcome. So we were focused on mortality because ICP kills the patient, mm -hmm. but the path of the neuropatient, uh, traumatic and not traumatic is so long and complicated that not only ICP could describe or could influence the outcome at the end of the six months. Wow, yeah, that's, that's a really thoughtful, clearly thought very hard about this study. Thank you very much. Um, there was one other thing that, that's noticeable in the study that's mentioned that people who are deemed likely to have a poor outcome were less likely to have an ICP monitor placed. Do you think this could have influenced the results of your study? Fortunately, we had a strong statistical approach and what we did is to remove a patient that died earlier. Mm. So we, we did remove from the analysis, in a sub-analysis, patient that with or without ICP were going to die. And we have consistency in the result, even removing the patient early death. So I think the early mortality, the more severe patient that could not be saved with or without an ICP device or with aggressive therapy, removing them, the, the result of the study were confirmed. So I think we, this gives give us, let's say, more strength in saying, even if the study is observational, that the results are consistent and are solid for the clinician. Again, fantastic answer. Um, so you've done the study, you have shown, and this is actually quite interesting because even cardiac output monitoring doesn't show this, that placing a monitor and applying therapies can change outcomes in these patients. What do you think the next steps are for the neurocritical care community following this? The next step is uh, 
for sure we need to rethink the way we define vindication of monitoring because for example the brain trauma foundation today says to you that uh, it's important to monitor but, but it don't say which patient and so we saw that less severe patient probably do not benefit of the monitoring and the treatment and then the second point is that we sometimes split the question in uh, uh, let's say very small points do i have to insert and i don't uh, think we think about the therapy we apply we need to think uh, to the process of process of care in which uh, the monitor is something guiding you but uh, what is more important is what you do with the information you get from the monitor mm. and uh, in many other settings you were quoting quoting cardiac uh, a couple of seconds ago yes. we were unable to find uh, this relationship so because probably we didn't explore in, in a big number of patients this relationship and the study were not so big by the synapses. So the next step will be to change the guidance to think about uh, testing other monitoring tool. And we have three, three trials ongoing on uh, brain oxygen, brain tissue uh, oxygen uh, guided um, treatment. So we will see also if optimizing in a randomized control trial, the oxygen uh, available in the brain could benefit the patient. So we build up knowledge, putting pieces together. But I think uh, the main message is that as today, ICP have its role and its uh, uh, value. We can add also information on other monitoring system like uh, brain tissue. And then we need to think about uh, improving also long-term outcome because not only ICP is the problem. And the, for example, we, we, we run a very large collaboration called Center TBI. And we were looking, for example, exploring variability in care. We are trying to define the best treatment strategy in large cohorts. So I think we, we need to improve our knowledge in how we treat a neurocritical care patient, but I think the future will help us in finding, let's say, more clear path for the treatment of the, for, for the benefit of the patient. And last but not least, final question. So you're a neurointensivist, a severely brain injured patient presents to your unit in the next five minutes. Do you place a monitor to, mon to monitor intracranial pressure and which one do you use? Yeah, for sure. Is it, if he's a traumatic brain injury patient, our first choice is an intraparenchymal device. It is mm -hmm. an SIH, we insert uh, a ventricular catheter because uh, Hydrocephalo is the problem here, mm. but also you need to, to put uh, in, uh, in, in your decision process many other information, the clinical uh, uh, presentation, if the patient is going to deteriorate or not, uh, age, uh, the frailty of the patient, the possibility of saving the patient. But generally speaking, we, we are very keen to insert uh, a monitoring device in this patient. In the patient in which we have some doubt, Maybe we can use also non-invasive instrument, even if they are not so reliable like the invasive one, but in the gray zone in which we don't see any benefit and we are uncertain about the IC intracranial pressure problems, we can also study them with a non-invasive monitoring system like, for example, optic nexus diameter or other, and then decide to insert the catheter a little while later. Mm. Giuseppe, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so much. I highly recommend all of our listeners um, read the paper.
um, and thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much uh, for all the people that uh, did uh, follow this podcast. I would like to thank the society for the support uh, to the trial and the uh, European Society of Intensive Care uh, has been a key element in the success of Synapsis ICU. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank you.